Hey friends, this is Mario J. Radford. I'm the pastor of Growth Point Church, and this is our podcast. I pray that it connects, leads, and maybe introduces you to a growing and life-changing relationship with Jesus. Now let's go into the message. I want to talk today uh, for the next few, this is our last week of uh, Be the Miracle because next week is our Above and Beyond Sunday. It is our Miracle Sunday. Uh, so it is our Sunday that we bring all of our gifts and we give over and beyond what it is that we have um, and uh, towards the vision of the church. Um, so I want to talk today um, about the power of the seed. Some will say the power of a seed, rather the power of a seed. Say there's power in the seed. Someone say it together, say there's power in the seed. Yeah, we're so happy uh, to see uh, Courtney, too. Uh, Courtney with this, so we're happy uh, with your little barrette that you got on. I like it. All right. So uh, next Sunday is going to be our end of the year giving Sunday, our above and beyond giving Sunday. Every year what we do is we set aside above and beyond uh, what it is that the Lord has given us, not just tithes, but over and above uh, our offerings to give towards the vision. And I want to talk to you about this uh, for the next few minutes because I want you to be blessed. Uh, matter of fact, this is another way that you can be blessed. Uh, Janessa, what is your uh, cash app name? Text me that. <laughs> Text me whatever you just said, because that's another way you can be blessed by sowing into somebody else. Uh, so uh, we're going to give her something, but you sow into somebody else and watch God sow into you. So that's what we're going to do, because she did double the work today. So, uh, but what we're going to do, you text me that, I'll, I'll, I'll add it into my message and I'll put a hoop behind it. All right. Um, um, JMG, uh, I'm going to text it to Jermaine. He's going to put it on the screen. That's what we're going to do. How about that? Um, yeah, because we want to, I feel like there's a, some seed sowing that's going to happen today. That's what I feel. All right, good. So um, I want to talk about the power of a seed. I think they're recording this particular message. Even though it's not live, uh, we're still recording it. We're going to release it later on uh, because I still believe this is going to bless you. Now, this is what I want to talk to you about. And, and I want you all to be in prayer for my wife as well. She lost one of her coworkers today uh, that, that died suddenly. She passed away in her sleep. Uh, so that's why, uh, that's why, I, and I say that to say we don't, we don't, or I don't get on the microphone and say anything to you that my family and I don't practice. You know, it's just, just what we do. We, we've had our, our grandmother pass away at seven o'clock and then went to church and did two services. You know, that's what we do. This is not church for us. This is a promise that God made that he'll never leave us and that he'll never forsake us. So, so we cry, we cry, we go through, but we press on into the presence of the Lord. So that's what we do. So y'all, y'all pray for her, uh, check on her as well. Uh, but this is what we do. So I'm not asking y'all to do anything we don't do ourselves. It was hard uh, for us to do that and hard for her to press on, but we know there's power in the seed. So the first thing I want to talk to you about first is that every seed has a name. Say that together. Every seed has a name. Every seed has a name. There are pumpkin seeds and there are apple seeds. There are sunflowers. There are pomegranates and there are mustard seeds. There are all different types of seeds, but every seed has a name. You don't plant any seed that doesn't have a name. Uh, what I mean by name is uh, that everything I sow is attached to something. Um, it's not just something that I'm sowing uh, just arbitrarily. Everything that I sow, everything that I give, everything that I, I'm planting into the ground has a seed as it is in agriculture, as it is when you go to Lowe's or anywhere and you say, hey, what type of thing do you want to plant? I want to plant this type of thing. You don't just go there and say whatever you give me. No, every seed has a name for a particular desired result. Last year, uh, we had a, um, I gave you all a goal and said, hey, we want to raise about $10,000 last year and 
we over and exceeded the $10,000 mark last year on the Giving Sunday. And uh, we celebrated that. And then the question one of my mentors asked me was, even though you all raised over $10,000, he said, where was that earmarked? I didn't have an answer to that. Other than to say that we had raised over $10,000, but where did it go and what was it doing? Was there a seed attached to the amount or was it just an amount worth celebrating? Some of you are shouting about something that you have no attachment to. See, when you have prayed for something for an extended period of time, your praise is based on a seed that you planted or something that you labored over or something that you prayed over. So when breakthrough comes, it's not music based, it's remembrance based. It's based on the seed I planted. I believe that eventually I was going to get that harvest or I was going to get that breakthrough. So my name or my seed have a name to it. Someone say, put a name to it. What it means is when we sow, when we give next year, next week, when we do our above and beyond Sunday, it's not just about a dollar amount to be able to say that we're saying every seed we sow is a name attached to it there are people that you have not met there are people who are not in this building yet and for the next few months no one's going to be in this building but uh, the recording team and, and the worship team or whatever but there are people there it is Janessa sold that sold that right there whatever you see on the screen sold that you can do it right now you don't have to wait now don't you take away from your tithes and offerings from growth point but you just add over and above I and mean, you make sure that she's blessed by that but what we do is we attach to that what I'm saying the reason that I even talk about sowing into a Janessa or 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 a Harold or or Courtney or all these different people or or, or um, Tiaja or Jay or anybody who's in a certain field, sometimes you sow into where God wants you to go. If you are, uh, many of the people I sow into are people that I've never met. Um, I sow into uh, to uh, Stephen Furtick. I sow into Bishop Jakes. I sow into Michael Todd. I serve and sow into these different people, Darius Daniels. I sow into these different people, uh, not because of their preaching style. I sow into them because they're in a place I have not been yet. So I don't get into little things talking about other ministries of which I have not ascribed to just yet. What I do is I sow into where I believe God wants me to go. I don't sit around and talk about Pastor Finley. I don't sit around and talk about Pastor Cosby and they're in the same state as me. How am I going to talk about people who are in the same region in the same state instead of saying we all on the same team together and we can all learn and grow from each other. But you cannot grow from something you don't sow into. But when you are able to humble yourself and say, hey, she's got opportunities that I don't have yet. Hey, Jason has opportunities I don't have yet. But that means I can sow into it because maybe God doesn't want me to go into it. But I sure can make their support it so that they can have whatever they need so that they can be what. And what God does is he looks at what you sown and says, oh, you're sowing into somebody else's field. Because every seed has a name to it. I know y'all want to shout, but it's okay. I'm going to get there in a minute. Back in the second chapter, verse 3 says this. He says, I will stand my watch and I will station myself on the tower. And I will look and I will see what it says to me. He was going through some things. He was, he was going through a hard situation in his life. He says, and I will see what the Lord says to me while I'm going through. Verse 2 says, and the Lord answered to me while I was going through. And he said to me, write the vision. Make it plain. He says, so he may run who reads it. What they're saying is, for those of you who are waiting to have a vision after Corona, you are going to be too late. He says, in the midst of my complaint, 
in the midst of what was attacking me and going on in my life, I said, Lord, what do you want to say to me in the midst of what's going on? He said, write the vision. Make it plain so that he may run to read it. Who is he? The person who's going to help you. Who is he? The person who's going to help you fulfill the vision. Many of you don't have, you have to realize, as, as Dr. Manuel said earlier, vision has partnership. You can't fulfill vision by yourself. You need a partner. Someone say, I need a partner. So that means you have to learn how to get over your inhibitions about people at some point. Everybody needs somebody. Even God had to put Adam's self to sleep to say, you need a help me. You need someone who's going to help you. Someone said, I need a partner. So he says, so that he may run who reads it. Verse three says, for still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end, but it will not lie. Even if it seems slow, wait for it. Even if what you're, if even what you're believing for, even if what God showed you seems slow, wait on it. Stay in line, stay in position, do what it is that God has called you to do because in the end it will speak and it will not lie. How do I know that? Because every seed has a name to it. Eventually an apple will grow. Eventually a pomegranate will grow. Eventually joy, uh, joy will grow. Eventually peace will grow. If you are not having peace, maybe it's because you've sown discord. Because whatever it is you sow, you do reap. So if you don't have support, maybe it's because you haven't been a support system. But whatever it is that you sow, you do get back. Someone say, I'm going to get it back. I told you I only got a few more minutes. I'm at nine minutes and 46 seconds. If y'all pray, I'll hurry up. Point two is every seed has to be released. Every seed has a name. Every seed has to be released. What that means is I can't have a seed with a name that I won't let go of. Many people, it's not enough for me to go and grab a package that has apples, pomegranates, orange, whatever on it. And then I don't even want to get let go of it. I just want to walk around with the package. And there are some of you who you're only frustrated because you won't release what's in you. You walking around as a closed package on display, but you won't release what God has placed inside of you. There's power in you. Someone say it's in me. There's power in you, but you've got to be able to release your seed. Luke, the sixth chapter, verse 33 says, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure you use, it will be measured back to you. We quote it, but we don't do it. <laughs> we say give and it will be given back to you. But the reason things might not have been given back to us is because we haven't given anything. We have a clothes drive right now. We have, we have a coat drive that's going on right now. That didn't cost any money for you to go into your closet and just to be able to get something out that you're not wearing anymore and to be able to sew it to somebody who might need it. But what we do is we keep saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to get to it. You sound like Harpo on Color Purple. I was getting to it. I was getting to it. And what happens is that's what heaven's saying to you. I'm going to bless you eventually when you follow my instructions. But you won't follow the instructions, so I can't bless you the way I want to bless you because you keep putting off what I want to do in you today. 
Someone say, release it, release it, release it. I hope I'm helping you. Matthew third chapter, verse 10 through 11 says this. He says, bring the full tithe. Now that word full is very important because in the Greek, in the Hebrew, in the Aramaic, that word full, it means full. Some of y'all keep tipping God. He said, bring me everything. So I want to clarify that because y'all like, I need a, I need an Aramaic word for that. I need a Hebrew word for that. I need to know what it said. It means full. It means all of it. What is the tithe? If you get a hundred, that means God wants 10. If you get a thousand, God wants a hundred. For those of you who want to win the lottery, you ain't going to win it because you won't give them what you got now. People, the, the, the most common question people ask is when you win the lottery, who are you going to give to? The church lies. You don't give to it now. <laughs> I remember someone one time that said, uh, I'm going, this is this the week. I'm going to go ahead and give tithes and I'm, it's going to be back pay for what I owe them. I said, oh, Lord, Jesus. Yeah, I've been holding my tithes for a rainy day just in case I didn't need it. I said, oh, Lord. You're a dangerous person. Because let me tell you something. If you don't give the tithes, and I know some people say that, and I I heard you just say it. Some of you say, this is an Old Testament scripture. Yeah, it is. But a few verses up, the word says, I am the Lord. I do not change. I mean, his principles do not change. What it means is when you say, I can't afford the tithe, what it means is I'm saying it belongs to him anyway. It's his. He gave it to me. I'm only returning back to him what was already his. Uh, for me to give or for me to tithe is to say, I'm just giving the Lord back what belongs to him. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse that there may be meat. I know this is a good teaching, whether you like it or not. It says there may be food in my house. Why do we give? Because he always wants there to be provision for the nation, provision for the community. If we don't give, there's no provision. Every vision has provision, and the provision comes from what's in the house. Oh, it's a quiet church on a rainy day. He said, here it is. Everything we need is already in the house. Can I prophesy to you one more time? Because y'all don't believe there was a prophecy. But I want to tell you, I know you want some sheets to lay out in the floor. I want to put the sheets over your ATM. Everything we need is already in the house. Someone say it's in the house. It's actually in your pocket. For everybody who keeps saying, I wish we would do this. I wish you would give that. Because according to your giving, we're able to do it. He says, when you give the full tithe into the storehouse, there will be food in the house. There will we'll be able to do things. We'll be able to minister different places. Now, we are a giving church. Don't think that we're not. But we can always do better. Always do better. He says, and thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. Now, that's one verse I left out of there. He says, now, other reason you need to tithe is because I will rebuke the devourer for you. What that means is something's going to try to come and eat up your seed. There's always something lurking trying to eat up what you plant. But God says, when you honor me first, I'll take care of what tries to happen while you sleep. 
And maybe you don't need any protection in your life, but I need protection in my life because I'm sowing a lot of seed and I need God to cover it and to rebuke it so that nothing tries to pluck up my destiny. Nothing tries to pluck up my purpose. Someone say, God, cover it. God, cover it. God, cover it. All right. That's what we're trying to do. And that's what God wants us to do as far as as far as right now and being the miracle. Point three is this is the part that blessed me. This part might not bless you, but it blessed me. Every seed, Harold, will get dirty. That's the part that y'all don't shout about. It's because there is dirt attached to your seed. There will always be some underground that will happen to what you plant. Everything has got to be dirty. It's got to be buried. Because if it's not buried, it cannot grow. You will experience dirt with your seed. So before you clap back. Thank God for the dirt. Before you unfriend everybody. Some people you need around you. Because they're just dirt and they're nutrients to your seed. There are some things and some associations and things that you're attached to that you need them because the more dirt you have, the more nutrients you're getting. You wouldn't know how to pray if you didn't have dirt. You wouldn't know how to worship unless you had dirt. You wouldn't know how to press through unless you had dirt. You wouldn't know who's really for you unless you had dirt. Because dirt reveals who's really for you in your life. You do know that. Dirt will reveal who is really for you, who's really supportive of you, who's really there to encourage you. You need dirt. Someone say, I need dirt. Because a seed has to be released to the, to the dirt. All right, you want word for it? John 12 and verse 24 says, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. I want to make an announcement to you. It might offend you. What I hope for you in the next few months is I hope you die. Ooh, that was morbid. The pastor, I ain't never heard nobody say he hopes I die. That's why I don't join this church anyway. I can't wait for us to go back online only. I don't want to see him talking about he hope I die. The reason you're not growing is because you're living. Romans 12 and 1 says... I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, meaning submitting to the killing process. Meaning I can check out of this process anytime I want, but because I want to be holy and acceptable unto God, I've got to stay here long enough for him to kill me. Because the reason that things have not stuck with me is because I've been too alive to maintain it. Because every time he wants to bless me, I get in the way. 
Every time he wants to give me something, I get in the way. Every time he wants to give me a product or wants to give me a blessing, I get in the way. So what I'm saying, Lord, is kill me so that I can stop getting in your way. Kill my ideas, kill my thoughts, kill my habits, kill my cussing, kill my looseness, kill my look, kill all of that stuff. Because, Lord, there's too much of me in the way. Because the Bible says, unless it falls to the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. So death is a part of growth. If the relationship is dead, leave it dead. If the relationship is dead, if the friendship is dead, stop. Hear me, church. Stop trying to resuscitate what God has killed. You trying to do mouth to mouth resuscitation on stuff God wants dead. I need to be like my mama. I've always been like my mama. I'm trying to be like that because I've always been like this. All I know is being like that. And God said that I keep trying to kill it through my word. And you won't let it go. But the word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And if you let it, I'll cut out of you what doesn't belong. So that you may bear more fruit. Say someone say more fruit. It's not that I'm not bearing fruit already, but I want to bear more fruit. I want to do more than what I've done. But in order for me to do more than what I've done, something's got to be killed. Some habits got to be destroyed. 2021 will not change you unless something dies today. I know we keep saying uh, I can't wait to 2021 because it's been the longest year. And as soon as we get out of this thing, well, January 1 is coming in a few weeks. And I have sad news for you. We still going to be quarantined. I lost the whole church. I might as well back my own self up. We're all going to still be quarantined. But sometimes, you know what happened? I feel mad. I'm sorry. I'm almost through with this thing because I want to be nice to everybody. But let me tell you something. Do you know what the purpose of the ark was? To keep what was out out and to preserve what was in. So that when the storm lifted, they were able to repopulate based on what got preserved. Do not overlook this season where you're not able to do what you want to do because God is trying to preserve something and trying to keep something because the storm will lift at some point and you're going to have to come out the house again. And if you don't come out the house dead, you're going to pick up something that God tried to kill. This may not make you shout, but it sure does make a good funeral. To be able to say there are things in me that have to die. Can I get a witness in the house to just say, Lord, there's things I, I just got to go. They have to go. They have to go. It doesn't mean it's a big thing, but the Bible says a little leaven destroys the whole lump. Just a little stuff. Just a little bit of stuff. Just, just a little peeking. 
Just a little things. It's not the big things that are messing you up. It's just a little thing. All right, let me get out of that because Monique didn't pray like she was supposed to. I was supposed to be finished by now. <laughs> Every seed will get dirty. The last thing is I'm through. The last point is, but every seed will grow. Someone say it will grow. Genesis 8 chapter verse 22 says this. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. You will have seed time and you will have harvest. You will have cold and you will have heat. Meaning you will have both and. For those of you who keep saying, I don't know if it's ever going to come. It's not if, it's when. Because if I've got seed in the ground, it's got to come up at some point. It will come up at some point. Say someone say it. Say it will grow. All right. Last scripture. Galatians 6 chapter and verse 9 says. And let us not grow weary. In well doing. For in what season? What season? Wait a minute. I'm confused. I've heard of summer. I've heard of winter. I've heard of a fall. I've heard of summer. Did what, what I miss? Spring. I've heard all that stuff. But I never heard. They, they don't celebrate that season. That season's not on the calendar. I'm telling y'all, if we had a real church, all of y'all would be running around throwing yourselves and doing the apostolic bounce. The season that God has for you will not be recognized by anybody but you. People are sitting here saying, I don't like winter. I don't like fall. I don't like spring. I don't like summer. I might not like the calendar years according to what you celebrate, but according to heaven, there's a season that you don't see. There's a season that will not make your calendar, but there's a season called due season that's coming towards me. You might not know when it happens because I might look the same way I looked in summer, winter, spring, and fall. But due season, when it hits me, it don't hit you. It hits my spirit. Someone say due season is going to hit me. I don't need a stimulus to have a due season. It doesn't matter who's in office. Due season has to come to me. And the prerequisite is I will reap if I faint not. I'm trying to say this church right now is you are not going to get it if you keep fainting. Oh, it's so hard. It's so difficult. It is hard. But how, how are y'all going to be? I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. And when you got to fight, you cry. If I die, let me die. And I'm just so difficult. It feels like it's killing me. It is trying to kill you. Because you signed up as a warrior in the army of God. 
The promise is you will reap if you faint not. Some of y'all only been in a relationship on your marriage for five years and you're ready to give up already. I know sometimes you checking to make sure they breathe. You're like, are you breathing? <laughs> I'm saying your breakthrough is on the other side of not giving up. I know your coworkers getting your nerves. I know all these different things and your finances are not what they want them to be. But you have to know that due season is coming. Someone say due season. I remember, um, I'm through, I remember a time that um, um, I wrote music. I've been writing music for a long time. And um, I was like, Lord, <laughs> maybe Janessa, maybe you said this. I said, Lord, it seems like everybody who don't seem to deserve it always gets it. It seems like all the people, I mean, they write 10 words and it changes keys 15 times and that song becomes a hit and here we are basking in your presence writing songs based on the word and people are like oh that's cute but this person slanders everybody they do all types of vindictive stuff and they get a stellar I'm like how But the Lord dealt with me a long time ago before I preached this. He said, stop looking at somebody else's field. That ain't your field. I gave you seeds for your field. Your job is to handle your own dirt. Some of you cannot be promoted yet because your dirt's not handled yet. He says, when you handle your own dirt, I'll allow you to grow. But your job is not to sit there looking at everybody else's field. <laughs> I remember my daughter said something one time before. She said, uh, she said Reebok ain't worried about Nike. I, did, I was like, huh? What she was saying is, they so busy trying to build their own corporation, they don't have time to worry about what the other people are doing. Some of y'all are so busy looking at what this church doing, what this music ministry doing, what this praise team doing. What are you doing with your seed? It's not about somebody else's seed. God has given you seed to grow. But you've got to be able to know it's got a name. You've got to release it. It's going to get dirty, but it will grow if you faint not. I'm through. Everybody clap your hands all over the room. I'm through. I wanted to hoop today, but it just didn't happen. So, you know, I was, I was ready. I was like, ah, I was ready, but it just, it wasn't. But the reason, stop, stop kidding. The funny thing is, but how funny that is, how many of you are hollering at a ground you haven't sold in? I'm telling you, you want to grow. I'm telling you, you're going to grow, you're going to grow, you're going to grow, you're going to grow. I'm going to shout around this and you're going to grow. You want to grow, you're going to grow, you're going to grow. Oh, you're going to grow.
you're gonna grow. It rains so you can grow. I see it growing. Oh, I see something springing up. And all of a sudden, God taps you on the shoulder and said, that ain't you. That's a weed. Have you pretended to grow using your weed? And people who don't have discernment don't know the difference. You look like you're growing. Weed is designed to choke out growth. <laughs> and there's some things in your life that you walked around fronting and it's been choking you for years. You hashtagging and posting and all this stuff and all this stuff is choking your life because it ain't growth, it's a weed. I felt something sweep all across the room. If you would stop fronting and put seed in the ground, you're going to have to wait on it, but it's going to grow. And this is the thing. I, I just feel like I'm talking to your heart. I really do. I'm, I, I want to, the preacher in me wants to preach, but the father in me wants to talk to your soul. And to say this, it gets lonely in the ground. Because everybody who's watching saw you plant. Everybody saw you put it in the ground. And then everybody who doesn't have your patience will say to you, it hadn't grown yet. And what you'll do is get impatient and try to put some supplement on it to make it grow faster than what God designed. You won't word for it because Abraham wouldn't wait. He settled for Hagar. But the promise was in something that was old. Because the word of the Lord to you is God can still restore the years. Someone lift your hand and say he can restore the years. All right. I feel prophetic. I got to get out of that. He can still restore. When I tell you, I feel the fire of the Holy Ghost. He can still restore. The last word of the Lord for you is this. Whatever you need is in the seed. You don't need nobody else's seed. You need to release the seed you have. Take me to the key real quick. This is my season for grace and favor. This is my season to reap what I have sown. This is my season. Come on, lift your hands. For grace 
and favor this is my season to reap what I have this is only for everybody who's sown if you haven't sown you can't sing this this is my season for grace I don't care what Andy says and favor and favor and favor this is my season to reap what I have sown come on y'all don't play with me say this is my season For grace, for grace and favor, for like favor. this is my seed to reap what I have. So this part, I like this, Darius. Everything is working together, together, together for my good. I don't have much voice. Everything is working. Come on, Janessa, grab a microphone. Together for my good. My voice is left. Everything is working. I can't sing it like I want to. Everything, everything. Together, together for my good. For my good. Saying everything is working. Everything is working. Together. Together for my good, for my good. Everything is working. Everything is working. Uh, together uh, for my good. Say it again. Say it again. Everything oh, is working. Uh, together uh, for my good. Uh, Everything is working. God is leading in my direction. God is leading in my direction. Come on, say God's leading. God is leading in my direction. God is leading. Student, everybody in the room, come on. God is leaning. Come on. In my direction. I don't need a promotion. I just need him to lean on me. God is leaning. He's a leaning in my direction. In my direction. Everything is working. Everything is working. Everything is working. This is my season for grace and favor. This is my season to reap what I have sown. Everybody say it again. This is this is my season for grace for grace and favor and favor. 
this is my season to reap what I have. I don't know if you know this. Hold on. You might, I might lose you all the way, but I hear this and we're going to end. Whatever you do for me, however things turn out to be, as long as you're in control, I know things will work out for me let's do it again whatever you do for me however things turn out to Grab my microphone. I know things will work out for me. Your troubles and trials only
church body but I want to tell you this as long as he's in control what I know things will work out if I had the cosmopolitan church of prayer here they would say why are you trying to figure it out God has already worked it out as long listen, as long as you've got seed in the ground it will grow. Can I get a witness? I want to take this time to thank you for your prayers, support, and generous giving that make this ministry possible. For more ways to connect, visit online at growthpointchurch.org. If you've enjoyed today's message, you can like, subscribe, share with your friends, or take a screenshot and share on your social stories and tag us at My Growth Point. Until next time, keep growing.